What's up, motherfuckers? I'm back. In the words of Kid Rock, a song you probably don't remember. But, um, hey, uh, I'm back, and um, I hope I can continue on with this. Uh, here is my first true recording, my first legit recording by itself about what I believe is to be the foundation of any relationship that I have myself have failed on, failed on, and can improve upon. So, please listen to Where's My Mind by me, Chevy. Um, trying to get back in the picture here, being less subconscious and less uh, unauthentic, more authentic, um, and being true to myself. And I, half the things I say, I realize the truth as I'm saying them. The more I get it out, the more, as I'm speaking, I start realizing these things. And then I can improve on myself. So don't take my advice, but heed it. Excuse me. Heed it if you feel it is worth it. This is the episode here, whatever the fuck I just called it, who even knows, right, this is my next episode, take it or not, thanks bitches, oh, that's not the shit, I don't want this audio program again, ah. <laughs> my goodness, I seem to have returned, and not in the way that I wanted to. It is currently 11.51 p.m. on November 28th, so it's about to be the 29th of 2022. I currently have somebody trying to get into my apartment, and I'm not willing to let them in. Um, this is the aforementioned person, Dylan, who you might have heard about before, who is constantly needing my... I wouldn't say approval, but constantly needing my presence, my, my shelter, my shelter. This person needs my comfort, the comfort that I can offer. That comfort being a safe and warm place to sleep. As it's almost December, I'm quite an asshole for not letting this person in my house. Quite very much so. Now, as the police have told me to not let him in again, I should by all means not let him in again. And I shall not. Because I told him when I came back with no call from him, no text, nothing, saying he's going to be here, just him sleeping on my on my front porch. Um, I said, why are you here? Well, any warning, he grunts and expects me to let in. No, I've had one of the most harrowing nights of my life tonight. So let me just say, welcome back, Chevy. Here I am. Welcome back. This is the unabrided unabridged, excuse me, this is the unabridged version of my life as of late. Um, my relationship that was so wonderful got back into place. Oh, it was wonderful as of early September and then ended in early November. Fucking tainted me, man. Fucking tainted me more than it would anybody else, at least that I know of. Nobody that's willing to accept that part about them and be honest about it with anybody else. Let me start off by saying this as I light my cigarette. As somebody who has never felt so judged and belittled and pigeonholed in their entire life, I have never met somebody who is as judging and shaming and pigeonholing in my entire life as myself. I am the most judgmental piece of shit I've ever fucking melt. met. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I am I'm very ashamed to admit it. I'm horribly ashamed to admit it. I'm the last person that wants to admit to these things. But I have been so judgmental and angry at the world 
than anybody I've ever fucking met. I always wanted to be vulnerable here. I, I, I shied away from it. I shied away from being vulnerable. And yet here I am, finally, two months later, being unapologetically myself. Unapologetically myself. I am so angry at the fucking world, man. I'm angry at the world and angry at everybody in it. I feel so let down by society, so let down by my colleagues, my peers, my coworkers, my bosses, my 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 lovers, my friends, than I can ever possibly admit, except for right now. I'm doing that. I'm going to admit it right now. How, how, how high these levels go on my pod, as my recording goes, I'm seeing these record these levels go up and up and up, and extreme, extreme, extreme. Um, take my recordings for what they are extreme so like yeah Matt left me again in um, early November mid November like it was like the 8th or 13th something in that week I lose track of time guys I lose track of fucking time I don't even know what fucking day it is well it's the 28th actually 11.59 so it's about to become the 29th in one minute so it's like when he left me my world shattered and I can't say I didn't expect it. I did. When we got back together, I had a feeling that this would happen. So I'm going to rehearse some lyrics here that I remember it was about five days in. I said three or four to Nicole earlier today, but I believe it was four or five. And the lyrics are for the song Miss the Boat by Modest Mouse. They are as follows. Pause. Okay, here we go. So Miss the Boat by Modest Mouse. While we're on the subject, can we change the subject now? I was knocking on your ears, door, but you were always looking towards the future. Okay. We were begging for the past, but we knew we had the good things, but those never seemed to last. Oh, just please, oh, please just last. Everyone's unhappy. Everyone's ashamed. Well, we all just caught... Well, we're, we all... Well, we all just got caught looking at somebody else's page. Well, nothing ever went quite exactly as we planned. Our ideas held the, no water, but we used them like a dam. Oh, God damn. Oh, well, we all just carried all so well as if we had a new position. Oh, and I laugh all the way to hell. Say, yes, this is a fine promotion. Oh, and I laugh all the way to hell. Of course, everyone goes crazy over such and such and such. We made ourselves a pillar. We just used it as a crutch. We were certainly uncertain, at least I'm pretty sure I am. But we didn't need the water, we just built that good goddamn. Oh, I knew this of myself. I assume as much for other people. Oh, I know this of myself. We've listened. We've listened more to life's end gang and gong than the sound of life's sweet bells. Was it ever worth it? Was there all that more to gain? Well, we knew we missed the boat. We opened the plane. We didn't read the invite. We just danced at our own wake. All our favorites were our playings. We shake, 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 shake. Tiny curtains open, and we heard the tiny clap of little hands. A tiny man would tell a little joke, and a tiny laugh from all the folks, sitting, drifting around on bubbles, and thinking it was us. We carried them. We finally got it. We figured we'd already truly missed the boat. Hear that? Okay. I need some water.
we'd all truly miss the boat. So, yeah, that was, um, in a scratchiest voice, <laughs> um, Miss the Boat by Mouse Mouse. And that was me. I played this song like five days after we got back together. And, um, I knew that we had already missed the boat. It was too late for us. Trust me, if Matthew got back together with me tomorrow, I'd take it back in a heartbeat. That's a trauma bond, man. And I'd accept it. I'd love it. I'd hate it. And I'd fucking love it. And what it's done to me is inexplicable. I can't even describe it in words properly. Like, I've never felt this way about any ex-lover, my wife, my ex-girlfriend. No offense either you two. I love you very much. I've never felt this way about anybody. And it has stung me. Struck me, but stung me in such a way that I can't explain. Because this is like the, technically it's like the fourth or fifth time he's left me. If you include a little times. And it's been with me in such a way that like, so who are we? Why am I denying Dylan on my doorstep? Why am I denying the love from friends? Why am I denying everybody else? Because I just want the love from one other. I want the love from one other person. There's one person that can satisfy that need, and that's Matthew. And I am not closing others out. I have tried to date. I did last summer before you got back with me, and I'm trying again now. And I feel that nobody has paid that much attention to me. It's that when we are together, the amount of attention paid to me is gratuitous. It is amazing. I feel that as a child, I was never given enough attention. I felt my mother favored my sister, but she is not to blame. In no way is my mother to blame. In fact, my mother is amazing to me right now. I had a visit from my sister tonight. I had a visit from my sister tonight. I need to see a call. I need a throat lozenge one moment. Thank you. Ah, uh, how's this, huh? A bit of a better uh, voice presence? Well, at least I'm trying something, right? So, don't try to tackle your problems without some sort of solution, right? Gotta have some kind of solution if you want to try to problem solve. So, ouch. Where do I go from here? I had this all mapped out in my head. So it's like, if I want to address the past, I have to be honest and truthful about it. I knew that when Matthew and I got back together, there would be some sort of trauma bond. There would be some sort of reparation that may or may not be kept or held to or, 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 or done. A reparation that may, not, may or may not be done. And I felt like I failed him. When we got back together, he gave me nothing but love and admiration. He gave me regret. He gave me guilt and, and sympathy. But were those really the, truly the right things to go upon? Where were... I accepted them and, and I built upon them, which is a horrible thing to do, to build upon those. You should accept them and, 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 and build beyond that, not build upon it. And, and and I said, like, okay, well, I'm going to milk this for all it's worth, right? I, I loved it. I loved the the, um, the, the the feeling that God gave me, like the, the, um, the oh, 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 I'm so special, I'm so special, so I'm going to make him feel so bad because I felt so fucking hurt. I was so hurt by the past that I built on that and that was its framework that guilt that he felt and that guilt that I thought I deserved to be given was should not have been the framework for any relationship it's, it's a toxic bond it's a toxic start for right from the get-go right get man okay more uh close up to one second
And if I let Dylan in just now, then I would not have been able to have said all these things because I would have felt there was listening ears and I could not have properly expressed myself. So it's better I express myself when there is no listening ears. I think he's a proper amount of uh, chloroceptive now. <laughs> so it's like, so to properly build on this, I need to recognize that I cherished the guilt that he felt and built upon that. And he felt furthermore even more guilty because of this. Can it be repaired? Probably not. Let's be honest. Will he try? If he does, fuck, I'll take it, man. Because I know nothing else. When I broke up with Nicole mutually, her and I together, in late June of 2021, I was ready to make a new life, and fuck yes, I did. I had one girl in between me and her and Matt. Her name was Crystal. She was named Vivian, but I knew her from high school. Her name was Crystal. Um, and she was fun for about two weeks, and then she became very toxic. And uh, so was I probably. What do I want in a relationship? I want cuddles. I'm pathetic as that. Yes, I am. I'm fucking pathetic. I want cuddles, cuddles, cuddles. Because maybe I wasn't held enough as a child. Maybe I wasn't coddled enough as a baby. Maybe I wasn't sweet-talked enough. I don't know, man. But let me tell you right now that when I was in elementary school, I was made fun of a lot, okay? I was belittled and ridiculed a lot. And I'll accept that. It is what it is. There's no going back on it now, okay? Whoever you are, I forgive you. I truly forgive you. But that stung me. That affected me for the rest of my life. And the fact that my mother, I've always felt, I feared my sister, also stung me. And that will always affect me for life. And I forgive you, Mom. I forgive you, Katie. So that made me want to be held special. I want to be special. And I cling to it so hard, I force it on them. Once I feel it, I have to feel it first. Once I feel it special, and it goes on long enough, I will force it on my fucking partner. This is called toxic. And I will force on them. I will cling to it with an iron fist and say, give me this or God damn me, I will leave you, which I never will. <laughs> um, but God damn me, I will do something to hurt you if you don't. Because I have been hurt. These are horrible ways to live your life. Horrible ways to think. Horrible ways to go about your your your, your love life. And yet I keep doing it for right aloud. And I have yet to find anybody else I can do it to. Um, when I was single before Matt got with me, I was with somebody. I kind of was with somebody. I got with a guy named Scott, last name Mahal, of course, you know, for privacy's sake, and the fact that I just actually really admire the person. Um, it was older than me, about, about 20 years, my, my senior. Um, yeah, about 20 years. And uh, I was okay with that because he was authentic. That's a big word right there. Who are we today but authentic? If we are not such, then who the fuck are we? We are someone else. Or some other portrayal of ourselves that is not true to its own form. One thing about being an INFP, and I hate to use any Myers Briggs type personality thing here, INFP, uh, INTP, blah blah. Well, I identify most with INFP, and it's true. Everything that says about it is true to form. I feel it. It's me. It is me, and I am all about authenticity. Because one thing I expressed to my partner, that being mostly smart. Um, I always express to him my authenticity, who I am as a person, right? So, being true to my authentic self, I will express all my flaws, all my imperfections, 
all my traumas, um, all my fuck-ups, and everything I want and desire and need and crave. So, what better way to drive a person away? I'm not saying don't do that. Don't not do that. Because if you're authentic, then they should accept that. But maybe give it to the person with a grain of salt. Maybe not thrust it on them with, um, you know, Medusa's um, screaming, ter- paralyzing um, hair trance thing she does there with the snakes, huh? Maybe just like, ah, take it, oh my god, ah, take it, oh my god. Maybe just like, give it a little bit, piece by piece. And like, say, this is kind of me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but maybe not apologize so much either. Oh, this is a tough one. So it's like, how do we give our authentic self to somebody else without them running away for the hills because we're thrusting on so much at once? Slow it down a bit. If I were to give myself of the past and the one year past, one biggest lesson I could possibly give myself, be less passionate and express less at once. I guess that's where I'm going here now. So, how do we, as a deep feeling type, a deep feeling personality type, express ourselves authentically to our partner without exploding on them in this massive cum shot bukake of, uh, of a here I am, take me or leave me, you're fucking gag on it, bitch. Sorry to be vulgar, but that's kind of how it feels. I might it to him. It's like, I feel like I had so much potential with him. And he has so much potential. Matthew, if you're listening to this, I love you and I admire you. And you're not that much of a narcissist as I said you were. He really isn't. He really isn't, folks. He really isn't. Um, we all we all have narcissistic traits. If you listened to an earlier episode that I am rather proud of, actually. Um, what is that to hold? Ah, let's pray. Listen to, listen to an earlier episode. Um, you will hear me talk about uh, how we all have narcissists in us. We all are narcissists to some extent. We all are. Everybody is. We learn it as babies. How does a baby get his mother's milk? By crying and screaming and whining and begging for attention until he gets what the fucking wants, right? Well then, a lot of us, the whiny type like me, <laughs> we are narcissists to this day and we want, we just beg and plead for what we tell you what we want. Hold me, hold me, mummy. So it's like, if I were to express myself to him, in a more subtle way, or a more patient way, without demanding, understand me or die, <laughs> then um, maybe it would have gone a lot better. But it's not just about my regrets. It's also about how to go on in the future. Because, listen, I almost kill myself tonight. I know that sounds dramatic. It sounds like, oh my God, everybody says I want to fucking kill themselves. Like, listen, I haven't actually thought this seriously about it since I was in, like, I don't know, 19 years old. 15 years ago uh, fuck it's been real man it's been fucking rugged ruggedly real and um I thought that my life had not even worth it because I wasn't getting the attention I wanted so how do we go about getting that attention as I'm saying this I'm teaching myself as well once again horse subject water my throat's all fucked up So, the best way to go about it is to, um, in, in, in hindsight and retrospect, is to ease into it. Ease into it and 
tell them gently, this is who I am, this is what I desire, what I need, I crave. Don't tell them if you can give it to me or not, I'll figure it out in due time. Figure it out in due time. Don't press on it. Don't demand this is the attention I need. It's great to know yourself. It's amazing to know yourself. It's freeing to know yourself. But to demand in a relationship based on that self-knowledge is self-destruction. It's it's a code for failure, bro. Like, this is my quarter past midnight thoughts. Like, it's code for fucking failure, dude. Like, figure out who they are first. And then build on that. Know yourself. Figure out who they are. And then slowly chip away or build even better build on that knowledge so know your partner listen to them my biggest flaw according to him he has words too he has a voice believe it or not my god he does um what does he need he needs me to listen to him I feel like I just talk and talk and talk until my words are exhausted and I don't hear a goddamn thing he ever could have possibly said to me I feel so guilty about that. So much guilt. Sorry, so much immense guilt based on that lack of listening to my partner. Just so intent on getting out my words that I felt were so unheard of my entire life. That what the fuck did he have to say? Because he also felt unheard. You know, you're not the only one, Brian. Chevy, you're not the only one. He has words too. He felt unheard as well. And you just reinforced that. So, like, listen to your partner. Listen to what they have to say. And build yourself on that. Collaborate. Your collaboration is a beautiful concept. Whether it be in a podcast or a, or a music song or a, um, acting or, or in a relationship. Collaboration is fucking beautiful, man. Collaborate with those who matter with you. My best friend also described me tonight. I blew up, I I threatened suicide. That's extreme, man. That's really hardcore. That's not okay. I really mean it, and obviously I didn't. Here I am recording at 12.18 a.m. I'm 21 minutes into my podcast episode with some breaks, and I obviously didn't want to kill myself. I just wanted the attention. Admit that you want attention. Admit that you desire to be heard, to be received, and to be respected. And also give the same thing to everybody else. Don't demand what you can't give. That's just hypocritical and rude. I'm sorry, my friends. I'm sorry to those who need me. I'm sorry to Dylan. Because that guy, he's out in the cold. I guess I have to go invite him in now. But I got out what I wanted to get out. I hope this reaches some good ears and somebody who's really willing to listen. To, really willing to listen. As I get subconscious now. I also, as a last part, this is really important. This is the most important part here. Listen to this. I lost myself in the relationship. As I've stated prior, there's me, you, and us in a relationship. Watch my TikTok. R-A-W-R dot C-O-N. R-A-W-R dot C-O-N. R-A-W-R dot C-O-N. 
There's me, you, and us relationship. Codependency is toxic. I'm full of it. I'm I am chock full of it. Like a fucking nougat in a Snickers, man. I am chock full of codependency. So like, listen, man, don't don't base your whole self on the relationship because that's how you lose yourself, and then you become anxious. But anxiety comes more codependency, and you need that partner to fulfill that. But they never will. They never will. They never will because that is not their job. They're not capable of such. Only you can do that. Brian, listen to yourself tomorrow when you listen to this again. Only you can fulfill that need for belonging. They can cuddle you all you fucking want, man. And you won't be satisfied. Until you accept yourself for who you are. These are my late night thoughts. Accept yourself for who you are. Or you will never be happy with yourself. No partner can ever satisfy this for you. This is my true inner workings. I have to say this aloud to understand it myself. No partner will ever accept you unless you accept yourself and present it truthfully. You have to love who you are, or you'll never satisfy a partner either. And then it satisfy you, and it's an ongoing trauma bond. You have to understand yourself. <laughs> You're crying on a podcast. You have to accept who you are, but build on it. Start with a foundation, start with a base, and see here's where I can improve on myself by myself. And then my partner might be able to help me base, start with that base and work on that with me. I can also help them. If I know so much about myself, it takes me by myself, by myself to say this. I can help him too, because I know he has a lot of work to do. Matthew, I hope you listen to this. This is 25 minutes in. This is Chevy Kuna, where's my mind? Back in action, motherfuckers. Do the best I can to work on self-improvement, self-growth, personal gain, personal growth, and relationship building. If I even said that right, it's all a jumble right there. Let's just say this work on personal growth and relationship building. Over and out. Oosh.